busy doing the things, whatever it was that defined their life. For some, it was struggling with hunger, or fear, or depression. For others, it was enjoying their wealth and ease. For yet others, it was simply dealing with the pressures of their lives. But for all, first Christmas was just another night lived in darkness. And indeed, it is a dark world. God had created the world to live in union with him. He had breathed life into the father of our race, Adam, a creature of dust. He had formed Eve from the side of Adam and joined the two together into himself. How bright the world must have been as Eve had lived in the light and life of the creator. But darkness came. Those created and loved by God rebelled against him, bringing the darkness that permeated all of creation. Death had entered through sin, and as the children of Adam filled the rest of the world, they took with them the darkness of that dreadful day in Eden, when sin and death entered the world, and the gloom of eternal darkness loomed over everything. So it was that night in Bethlehem, some 2,000 years ago. It was a world of darkness, cut off from the source of life, the Creator. Yet a light was breaking into the world. A young girl carried in her virgin womb a son. This daughter of Eve would reverse forever the horror of humanity's fall into sin and death and darkness. This was a miracle of miracles. Our human sister Mary became, by the power of the Holy Spirit, the very Mother of God, the bearer of the Savior of the world. So it was at Bethlehem 2,000 years ago, and so it is today. Humanity lives in a world that seems to be defined not by life, but by death. The sanctity of life is denied and desecrated at both ends of our mortal days. Homicide and suicide are in the news all the time. Nations rise against nation as humanity finds new and more effective ways to wage deadly warfare against each other. We drive past the cemetery. And unless we choose to deceive ourselves, we know that one day we will come to this place and our earthly bodies will be placed in a grave. Death is a darkness permeates all of human history. And unless we live our living when the return of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, we know that it will finally penetrate our personal histories as well. It is into that grim reality of death that the words of John bring out with a hope and certainty that defies the power of death itself. The Word of God who created all things also changes all things. In Him was life, and the light was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Yes, it is a dark world in many ways. Yes, all of us have sinned, and we deserve not just earthly death, but eternal death as well. And yet the Creator so loves us that He has taken that darkness into Himself and destroyed it with His own light. And where his life is, life, not death, reigns. The tradition of the Jesse tree celebrates God's promises throughout human history. Promises that are more sure and certain than anything our eyes might conceive or our minds imagine. 
The world, the devil, and our own flesh would have us look inward, inside, for an answer to the darkness that surrounds and fills us. So it was for Adam and Eve, and the patriarchs, and for Jesse. And all we find when we look inside is just more darkness and hopelessness. We need God's own light to break into our darkness and change night to eternal day. In Jesus, the light of the world, God has given us the blessed life. Oh, that we will learn to remember this great truth. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen His glory. Glory as the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. No eye could perceive it that night. All that could be seen was a little child. And this child would forever destroy the darkness. For He brought life into death, and His light was to be the light of the world. Every force of Satan would seek to put out that light. Herod would attempt to destroy him by killing all the male infants throughout the endgrounds of Bethlehem. Scribes and Pharisees would seek to silence him when he spoke words of life. But failing to silence him, they saw a way to kill him. And some 33 years after that first Christmas, the day of Bethlehem, he nailed the cross. But this is what he came to do. The Christmas story is about a baby who was born to die. And not just to die, but to be placed in the utter darkness of a tomb. And on Easter morning, to burst forth from that tomb. When the child of Mary rose from the grave, the light that had begun at Bethlehem shone so brightly that no one can ever put it out. That light still shines in the darkness. Light that neither the world nor Satan can ever put out. It shines in the babe of Bethlehem. It fills our lives with himself. It shines with the brilliance perceived only by the eyes of faith as we gaze upon the Father and the altar. There, he declares, you are mine. You have the light of life. And it shines on you both this Christmas Eve and tomorrow and into the eternity that he has prepared for you. Amen. Amen. The peace that surpasses all understanding guards your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus, the life everlasting. Amen. We confess our confidence in that light of Christ in the words of the Apostles' Creed on page 11. Would you please stand? 